Peace and blessings. It is your boy, Eli Rex, a.k.a. Vibes, and I'm here with my brothers, my compadres. But before that, we want to thank you guys for spending this Tuesday night with us. And welcome to New York Revival, where it's not just sports, it's entertainment. And I'm here with my brothers, man, Mr. El Jefe and Mr. Glass Apple. Hold on, wait. Hold on, wait. That's speed if you nasty now. All right. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. And I, and I kind of screwed this up. Because when I say El Jefe, we're talking about AKA White yes. Jersey, yes. AKA Blue Jersey, AKA El Jefe, AKA Damon Daniel, AKA Fresh back from vacation. That's why you see his face is all like all tan. But oh, that's El Jefe. <laughs> oh, this is mid vacation, baby. You see uh, that's this? peak. That's peak vacation right that's there. That's the mid. Yo, if a haircut, great, this is like I went to a barber and said, "Just give me a vacation. Just give me a vacation out there." That's what this. You even like, it's a fun haircut too. It's just like a relaxed, fun deal. This man. is you're, it you're almost you know this is from the the ocean did this because when I came out with Spiro, he was like, "Whoa, look at you, bro!" And I was like, "What? Look, what do you mean, look at me?" I'm like, "Oh, I have not looked at myself all day, huh? Look at that. You you, you, you woke up like that. You woke Listen, up like bro, that. You, you have just, a glow right now. It's a glow to you. It just looks great, man. Look real relaxed." And I love it. I am. I I'm am. jelly. I got the I got the week off. That's why I'm going to camp, Giants camp tomorrow. I'm going to Fan Fest Friday. I'm just doing the shit that you don't get to do when you gotta like pay bills and stuff. So I'm just it's doing facts. everything I want to do this week. Hey, listen, man, hey, and hey, enjoy every minute of it. You know what I mean? I think uh Jeff's uh he's popping his camp cherry from what I've told I've been told here. Like sure. first sure. time really? at camp here. So let's yeah. give him a round of applause. Round, round of applause. Round of applause. Yeah. Round of applause. I'm really excited. Man. I see all these videos from camp. I'm like, I, I got to yeah. get my ass there. It just looks too yeah. fun. looks too good. I'm going to FanFest. I did that last year, but I'm ready. I'm ready for camp. I'm ready for the real thing. Listen, bro, you're going to have a good time, man. It's great. I mean, I was I went to training camp way before they put those bleachers up. Like, that, mm. that's how long ago it was. Yeah. They yeah. kind of yeah. just sit around the game. up in Albany, it. dude. <laughs> oh, I I never been yeah. there. Like I'm I'm jealous, man. And and and, and, it, and this is and we got to go around the room here. I'm sorry, guys, because we're just talking like there's nobody oh, here watching right, this thing. Right. But we're gonna go around the room, and I'm gonna start with Mr. Glass Half Full, man. How's your week going? How's your weekend? How's everything, uh, brother? We got special guests. Like, we lit right now. What's going on, dude? I can't wait to to bring in our special guest here. We're gonna talk some some Yankee baseball, but talking about the baseball right now has got me a little bit pissed off because, and I'm gonna vent a little bit here because. The Mets were cruising into the trade deadline in first place. They got themselves a three-game lead. Every Jacob DeGrom's coming back. Things were just lining up. And all they needed to do was get a couple pieces, get a lefty in the bullpen, get a nice hitter for the lineup. Not many things. There's like two or three things that I, I could have put on the list. The Mets, they got themselves a, like, a 36-year-old part-time DH and breathe, breathe. Uh, a righty in the, in the bullpen, and um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just Usa. really frustrated because yeah, yeah, yeah. This the, the trade deadline for me, man, it's something that like so. Imagine going, you're you're in a battle, and you've been fighting three quarters of this battle. You've been holding the troops together. You've been you've been doing good, and then you, you expect that second wave to come back and give you a reinforcement, give you a breath because you've been battling so hard for so long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That second wave is not coming for the Mets right now, and that's what sucks, man. They were they were battling all the, the for the whole first half of the season, and you expected to get some help, and they got no help because Billy Epler, he, he he fucked up, he fucked up bad, and <laughs> and we're gonna talk about what what hero you, you are a was, mess, bro. You are red, bro. I was so happy. Like today was gonna be like the day. Like we're like okay. We're gonna get our, our the, we're gonna see what our team looks like in the second half. It's gonna be the, the team that takes us to the World Series. Now, now, the the, the he took the sale, the wind uh, out of sails. Jacob DeGrom's back, so it's good. But we're gonna talk to our, our guest here, and he's gonna show us what a real team does in the Yankees. And mm. they had themselves an awesome trade deadline, awesome trade deadline. But they're part of New York, so we're rooting for them. I'm just a little angry, boys. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, I mean. Just hit the I mean, I haven't seen you this upset since like the seventies. I think this is. It feels, this is you know what? Yeah, <laughs> it feels it feels good to get that off my chest though, because I had to get it. Yeah, I had to just get I it out there for you know. That's, what this, that's what this is. That's, yeah, it's all right. right. Yo, bro, CK, I just CK's right. We're we're gonna right. talk Giants. We're gonna talk Giants later oh, too. Right. Right? We'll get there, TK. 
Okay. Don't worry, yeah. man. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk some football. We're gonna talk Giants football, especially guys. So trust me. Just hang out a little bit, man. Get your beer. Grab a chair. You know how this works, man. And then uh, you know we gotta go with El Jefe. What's going on, around, man? How was your weekend? I don't even want to ask because I'm jealous. But how was everything, man? Come on. You talk. know, when we when we're on the phone today, I was on the beach with my wife. I mean, I'm I'm living <laughs> life this week. I took. Uh, back. I'm just doing everything I want. This is uh for one week only, and then. This is like one night only. Uh, went, to Sesame, <laughs> went to Sesame Place yesterday, which was wild. I mean, what a party. Okay. That was that was just great. Fun place, um, man. Beach today. Giants tomorrow. Giants Friday. Um, it's a good week, man. I'm in a good place right now. And I'm these are going down with no uh, fight whatsoever. M. Light Shaman. Hey, cheers to everybody out there, by the way. Let's go. Let's get cheers. All right. Cheers, listen. Yeah. E, how about we, we get the brass tacks here? How about we bring in our guest? And we start talking about some some important things that are going on. What do you, what do you no, say? Let's do that. So, guys, we have a special guest lined up, man. Mr. Funny Man. <laughs> Mr. Ball Buster. Will Presley's in the building, guys. What's going on, man? The comedian himself. Hey, 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 hey. Thank you, round of applause. Round of applause. Round of applause. Round of applause. You know. I wish I, show, I wish I... I wish I lived in an era, in an era where people actually did this and it wasn't... I, know. Hey, hey. I still do. <laughs> you know those old movies or the ones where they just go like this? like yes thank you thank you i don't know what that you know it was old timey when they would say things like whippersnapper or like uh, yes scoundrel you know i don't know you know what i want to i know what i want to come back is when somebody says something good and you're in a group you go here here that's from the same from the same era that same guy did that i think we should do this on the show from now on we should do this from the show now this is the same after every giants wing we get we go here 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 right now there's one 80 year old guy watching us going i get that one you know i wrote that so speaking of uh 80 year old men one of us yes. forgot to plug our computer in and his computer's about to die. Uh, I'm not going to say who it is, but I'll be right back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's hey. Will, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Will. Thank you for coming on. Listen, you know, Will. Here, here. Will's Listen, a professional, here, here. and he, he this here, here. is this, he's he's a pro's pro. He's going to get back here and give us his. his <laughs> there he is. Look, done. He's, he's already so, here. Sorry, I was so just listen, I want to talk about a couple things, man. I see you're a huge Yankee fan, and not too long ago, me and El Jefe was at a bar with this guy watching the Subway Series, and boy, we had egg on our face, me and El, uh, El Jefe here. So you're a big Yankee fan. The Yankees are hot right now. Tell me, man, what's going through your mind? What's the emotions? I mean, is this regular for us at this point? But what's going on, man? Like, whoa, Aaron Judge having a great freaking year. I mean, come on. Just give me Aaron your thoughts. Aaron having it. a great year. I mean, is it regular for us? Unfortunately, the norm for the Yankees over the past decade or so is for this to be fairly regular and then to mm -hmm. have it fall apart a little bit at the end, which is why I think you're seeing some of the pieces they brought in at the trade deadline, trying to really make that postseason roster what it is. The Mets series, look, I said this on Twitter and people, I think Mets fans thought I was making excuses. I couldn't be more honest. I said, look, it was a two-game series. It wasn't like a typical sweep, right? Yankees and the Mets are both top five teams in baseball. Um, the rotation lined up better for the Mets in that series than the Yankees. Uh, Stanton's out, who's our second best player. We had just lost King, who's our second best reliever. It was at City Field. So I wasn't surprised by the outcome at all. I, I you know, mm. I, if you would ask me what would have happened before that series, losing both to the Mets wouldn't have been, you know, out of the realm of possibility at all. And, and people like, oh, you know, cry about it, make excuses. Not an excuse. Um, that's just what I think. It's, uh, you know, I wanted to say, by the way, me leaving just now, it, uh, my computer wasn't plugged in. I was just going to bail on Eli like he bailed on me. <laughs> Eli. Eli, if you guys don't know, I came on my first appearance in the show. I didn't care yeah. about seeing Hefe or Glass Hefeful. I just wanted yeah. to see Eli. Just, and right. I'm just making enemies all over the place right now. Let's go. No, hey, Eli. No, he, he, he's the main man. He's the main man. He's the main no. man. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's no. okay. No, and then all, of a sudden, all right, I gotta go. They're like, Will Press is coming up. You still gotta go? He's like, Yeah. And... <laughs> Zero fucks given. It's just like, 
So, so this time, I, rumor, a lot of rumors are going around. Like today was the trade rumors. Today, I, I was hearing rumors. Eli was asking to get out of this any way he could. He was calling his friend. Hey, do you need help moving? Does anybody need a ride from the airport? He just wanted to do anything he could to not like, see I'm me. I'm Hey, we got any chores? We have to retile the floors by any chance? I didn't mean to do that since three years ago. Hefe, you start great. I love, I love the haircut. You look like a, uh, you look like a karate instructor from like a oh, dojo shit. where you don't know if he's really certified. You know what I mean? You want to like catch a roundhouse all... kick to the yeah. face with a guy with this haircut? I they're don't think ki- so. I'm saying like he like hits the kids too hard. Yes, you know? right. A little, <laughs> right. A little bit has it. Yeah. Or maybe That's I'm fair. just, afraid, maybe I'm just intimidated by you, and this is my defense mechanism because the haircut <laughs> is just intimidating. I don't know. Well, <laughs> and 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 uh, oh, Mr. Glass half full. I got to know, man. Given the way you were opening the show today, glass half full of what? I mean, what do you, you know? What? That's <laughs> I need it. I need it. Like, so what are we? I am overall. I'm still positive because listen, we still have Jacob Degrom. We still come back. We have Max. <laughs> um, we have a good pitching staff. We have a good team. I just wanted that second wind, you know, that second wave to come in to help. Yeah. This, and I, I would, that's what I was saying. I need to get that off my chest because, like, we were all expecting that, and then we got so let down today. And um, you know, so that's why I had to, I had to recharge my batteries. I had to get it off to, to the people right there. Like, they, yeah. you guys helped me through this. Um, I'm still confident because we're in first place. Yep. We have a good team. I wanted a better one. I wanted that perfect roster, you know, and we don't. What was we the don't. first thing? What was the number one thing you were hoping for? Uh, a little bullpen help. A lefty out of the bullpen, which we don't have, and we still don't have. And now we're, we're, we're going to be scrambling and hoping for the best. We have, uh, you know, Trevor May coming back from injury. We, we got to hope Edwin Diaz has the same uh, second half as he had in the first half, which is, right. you know, it's asking a lot. You know, it's asking a lot to have, hey, just have a Cy Young season, you know, go out and have a Cy Young season. No, you, you wanted help so that there was going to be some fall off here and there. You right. wanted the other guys to pick it up and the Mets didn't do it. And then juxtapose that to what the Yankees did, which Mr. Cashman's like cash God, dude, cash God at, at the trade deadline. I swear to God, he has, he has something on every single GM. I feel like, cause <laughs> all the GMs are like, yeah, here, take our best players. Give me back whatever you feel like, you know, I don't even give a shit. <laughs> just you know i felt like the, I don't know what you guys felt like uh yankee fans but i was i felt that the deadline went really really well uh you know gallo um it just Got wasn't a good fit problem. it wasn't a good fit never had anything personally against him but mm-hmm. i'm hoping better things for him and i'm hoping better things for us uh after the split we replaced him with benintendi essentially um yep. you know got some relievers got montas I was feeling really really great and I don't want like today to be the dessert that like wasn't good that kind of messes up like how you feel about the whole restaurant, but the whole meal. Mm-hmm. But the Montgomery move was very puzzling to give up a solid number, you know, four, let's say, pitcher to bring in another outfielder when we have plenty of outfielders. And um, I know we don't want to go too Yankee heavy here, but I just think they're putting a ton of they're putting a ton of belief in Severino coming back and being that starter for you right. when he's so injury prone that I don't know that we should be putting that much faith in him being like that extra, that, that, that final starter for us in the postseason. So that's, that's fair. I mean, listen, th- these are the kind of things that you have to worry about now. And you got Montas and um, did you guys pick up another picture? Oh no. We got, got a few, we got a few relievers whose relievers, names are yes. weird. Ephus yes. with like three F's. Yeah, but he's apparently like, good. Apparently he's a good player, you know? And you yeah. got him under control for like five more years. So three O's or two U's. Yeah, he's got a couple of F's, a couple of S's. in there. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a nine? They, they catch a nine. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, listen. It, right now, all you Yankees are doing is just like sharpening the edges, you know? Like you guys are cruising right now. But so like the second half for Yankee fans is going to be a little boring because you guys are just smoking the competition in uh, the AL East. The only thing you guys got to do is wrap up home field. Now, as a Yankee fan, because I'm not used to this, you guys casually walk through the second half typically to uh, the playoffs. Um, what are you looking forward to? Do you, are you looking forward to uh, seeing Cole round into shape, Montas to see how he does, Judge getting – he's at 41 homers already. He's going for that, that Maris record. Talk, first of all, talk about the Maris record too while you're at it. Yeah. And uh, what the real home run record is, in your opinion. So. Well, no, I mentioned Wrap this to you. Up. It's more of a debate. I don't exactly know what my answer is. MLB's home run record, and this is a very controversial topic for some reason, but just if you look at it statistically, it's a mess, the single-season home run record. Because some people say it's Ruth. Some people say it's Maris. Some people say it's Bonds. Because, you know, the case for 
Ruth. He's still the only guy ever to hit 60 home runs in his 154 games without taking PEDs, if we all want to just go ahead and say <laughs> mm-hmm. that. Yeah. He was on something, though. Come on. He, he, they were jacked up on all kinds of shit back then. We just didn't know what they were. Babe Ruth? <laughs> he was jacked up I'm, on hot dogs and beers. Exactly. Exactly. It was pre-integration. It was a different era. People say right. that cancels it out. On the other hand, the stadiums were so huge back then. He was hitting 485-foot outs at home. There's a, yeah. a guy wrote a book where he says that if you look at where his balls landed, where Babe Ruth's like fly balls landed and home runs landed that year, in 1921, let's say, he would have hit 104 home runs in today's <laughs> average size park. But wow. again, pre-integration, like the game right. was so different, it's hard to judge. Then you got Maris, who hit – 61 but it took him 100 and actually 163 games they had like an extra hey, game that year a weird fun thing. fact and then some people say bonds and those guys you know well everybody was Fuck taking that one no, 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 whatever no. but so i don't know that's this is what i'm Doesn't saying though. If you asked everybody i i put up a poll the other day and it's basically split between mm. those those three guys so the best thing would be if judge hit 74 home runs this Smoke year some, right and then there's everybody okay it's post integration it's not peds it's 160 whatever games like um, that well, where do you up. land he's on that? Gonna, he's not going to hit you, that many. Where do you land on that? Who's your home run? Me? I honestly don't know. I can't do bonds just because of the, yeah, no. I'm like a, you know, rules guy. And, and I know they, they never technically tested, but there are articles where he did test positive. Um, it, it's tough. Uh, you know, it's like, you can't fault Ruth because of the league he played in. It wasn't right. his fault. He didn't say, these players over right. there, these players over here, like, right. you know, and so I really don't know, but it's interesting. People don't realize. I don't think that Roger Maris's record wasn't considered. It was an asterisk there for years. So I think even when Maris, I think even when Maris died, he didn't officially have the yes. record. There was an asterisk next to it. So it's 61. It's a really good show on HBO, by the way, if anybody hasn't watched that. It was a great movie. It's a great movie. Billy Crystal. Yeah. 61. Made, yep. Yeah. That's a good movie back in the day. But what was the asterisk with Maris? Well, because he didn't hit 60 like Ruth in 154 games. And in fact, he didn't even hit 61 until the 163rd game. So they were still preserving the fact that Ruth hit 60 in 154. Because Ruth had a shorter schedule. So he didn't have those extra games. I just want to throw a curveball here. Yeah, baseball. Ah, let's see what he did. Um, hey, but I'm kind of with Sarge on this one. Baseball, <laughs> baseball is uh, it's it's hurting, right? Like it's it's losing it's losing the younger generation yeah. because it's a slow game. It's America's pastime. It's a it's kind of a traditional American sport, and it doesn't can't compete with the exciting other sports that are going on. Mm-hmm. If they were to just release the hounds and make steroids legal. <laughs> There would be like fuck it, all of the records that were <laughs> I know. The, like non steroids. You guys, you win. Okay, we're gonna yeah, start right. a new book now where steroids are legal. <laughs> we're gonna have fucking hundred home runs by the best hitters in the game, and like that's how you get fans back. Like Dennis, yeah. Miller, Dennis Miller used to say that he's like, I want my athletes with tails. Okay, I want them growing <laughs> into beasts. I don't. But the problem with that, Hefe, steroids are illegal in America. Like it's not yeah, like with right, it, you exactly. can't just take st- that's the thing when people say, well, roids weren't illegal in baseball. You can't, you know, you, you can't fault those guys, but they were illegal in the United States. No Mur- <laughs> murder isn't le- illegal in baseball. Okay. But you can't okay. shoot somebody on the field. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, uh, Duke just, just texted me something. He said, what about bringing metal bats back? I mean, granted pitchers will be getting their heads knocked off, but yeah, there'll yeah, be more yeah. home runs yeah. and they're not illegal in america were metal were metal bats Aluminum, ever whatever. in major league baseball? yeah when, when, he, when he said back they i don't think maybe college baseball, college baseball they're still legal them. they're still legal in uh still. college baseball yeah yeah, yeah. i never saying bring them back it, they, i don't think there was ever oh i'm sorry not back yes bring, gotcha. mean, bring them to the pros sorry Jeez. Cool. one one be... word slip and spiro just back, hey, hey, <laughs> very, very dramatically so, what are you guys think? I mean, what are, awesome what are your guys's take on the home run record i mean what do you what do you go with there give me give us what, who do you think is your guy I don't know. You guys, it's it's hard to tell, right? But, but Will, you kind of made a compelling argument as far as, like, if you want to look at natural way, like, you can't help what league Babe Ruth played in. So, I think that's why they hold him up to a higher regard that he is that record. You got to say Babe Ruth, right? You got to say it. You have to say it just because of that. 
So I, I would say Babe Ruth, man, just because of that. It's I tough. Like so many people disqualify it, and they get really mad. Like, like it's some like they're like anything that happened, you know. And I get it. There were two leagues, uh, you know, integrated leagues. So it's kind of like right. not everybody was allowed to play. So how can you? How can any of that stuff be considered legitimate? Uh, I don't know. I mean, most people consider Maris. I think they just say, okay, it took him longer games or whatever, but it was clean. He's the home run record ho- uh, holder. But um, they went through a lot of shit too. Like if you ever watched mm-hmm. it, like. He he had uh, the Yankee fans were basically against him breaking Ruth's record and against him like you know he was a second fiddle to Mantle on the same team yeah. so like that guy earned every bit of his home run record that's why I kind of like I, yeah. I think it's legitimate I will mind, say you know? like baseball is kind of you know it's it's by so far like fourth place on my on my list of like favorite sports and uh, like my favorite teams and everything. But the right. last time for me, like a, a casual baseball fan, the last mm-hmm. time baseball was must, must watch TV was McGuire and Sosa. Mm-hmm. In yeah. 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 Right. I was yeah. putting on the TV. Like yeah. I got to see it. I yeah. want to see it. They're not like, I was put, like baseball has not had that kind of excitement. It's funny. Like I always, like, I always look at it like this. Like you got, Sorry, football is cheating anyway. You may as well have fun and cheat. <laughs> <laughs> Football's like the Lamborghini, right? It's like the Ferrari. It's it's high octane. It's it dominates. Energy, it's testosterone. Yeah. It's it's exciting. It's that's what you're getting on 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 football on Sunday. You know, on football Sundays. Baseball is kind of like the '57 Chevy. You know what I mean? It's it's nostalgia. Yes. It's 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 yeah. experience. You go to the game with your dad. It's it's a long game. You drive it slowly. <laughs> yeah, you, it, you can keep it in the garage. You're kind of yes. just waxing it. You know what I'm you saying? You can take it's a nap while you're there. It's it's just <laughs> behind the wheel. You know. Yes. <laughs> we shouldn't joke. We shouldn't joke. I'm not making any more car jokes with you. Hey. Because last time, Hefe, oh. I I made a joke about the giant season being like getting hit head on with a, a truck and then i nearly and then did the next couple of oh. days you, know, you said some almost will know, will has a weird a weird gift of predicting that, like, so be very careful shit. when he pr- tries to predict something because <laughs> yeah. watch what i say my words yes you should put like, uh, good hey, vibes out there listen, not getting hit yeah. by trucks we'll see what let's, put, let's, put, let's put a bow on the yankee talk here is it is it is it world series or bust as it always is for you guys is, is this a failure of a season if you win 115 games um, and don't win the World Series. Is that what it comes down to always? Well, I think you made two different arguments there. I think it would be more of a disappointment if they win 115 games and didn't that, win the yeah, World right. Series. I'd feel better if they won 97 games and didn't win the World Series. Right. But um, it's interesting. I think it's not fair that there is. is no salary cap in baseball. George Steinbrenner uh-huh. didn't want free agency, but they forced it on him, and he's like, okay, I'm going to do the hell out of it. Um right. But given the fact that the Yankees have so much money and given the fact that it's so important, this and that, yeah, I hate to say World Series a bust because in the modern-day sports, you know, with so many teams now, the Dodgers and the Mets and the Sox spending all this money and free agents moving back and forth, it would be kind of ridiculous to say World Series or bust. But um, they've been close enough over the past decade. They've spent enough. Um, They've brought in certain players. Uh, I'd be disappointed, but – I don't know, man. You know, I'll, I'll say this, to be honest. Until they beat the Astros in the postseason, they haven't beaten the Astros in the postseason. Now, granted, right. we know the Astros were cheating, uh-huh. and it still took them seven games and nine innings in that seven games to beat the Yankees, or maybe even more. Um, but they've got to get over that hump. So uh, you've got those five teams right. right now, kind of, you know, Yankees, Astros, Dodgers, Mets, yep. Braves, kind of. We'll see what the Padres do now. Um, I don't know. I, I'm... I'm I don't want to say World Series or bust, but, uh, but I'm getting not. I'm getting sick of uh, being a bridesmaid these last ten years, which sounds nauseating. I know to people who to have any other fan World base, Series. Right? exactly, exactly. High that's expectations, fair. but listen, let's uh, we as a New York Revival podcast are are rooting for World uh, Series listen, fan through and World through. But series. if 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 the Yan- listen Subway best, Series best case is a Subway and end of world. <laughs> oh, I don't want a Subway um, Series. I do. Well, yeah, because there's too much pressure on the Yankees. Too much, to, yeah. too much to lose. There's too much to yeah, lose. They if, have the all beat, the, all, if the Yankees right. beat the Mets, okay, big deal. If the Mets beat the Yankees, it's over. It's You're over. Never you will really not see me. Never. I will be hiding. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, Clem, Clem actually from Barstool brought up a good point. He's like, we're cicadas. We come out every 17 years, and you don't want to hear the end. And we, you don't hear the end of it from us. And then we just die again and then going back into our hole for another 17 years. But I'm hoping that Cohen's That's building funny. something new here. Let me ask Hefe and Eli, though. Are you guys – as pure-hearted 
as Mr. Glass half full. Are you guys like I was raised to hate the teams that are not my teams and that stayed with me. And it just, it's, it's a thing. And I think most fans are like that. Are Mm -hmm. you guys in the sport that you feel the most hardcore for your team, whether it's giants, whatever it is, can you also root for the other New York team? You guys, I have love. I have love for (laughs) the other. I'm, I guess I'm different. I hate division (laughs) rivals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Eagles, Cow- Eagles, Cowboy, Giants are my number one team. So Eagles, Cowboys, that shit makes me go crazy. Like I hate, the- I genuinely hate those teams and their fans, even my <laughs> friends that are fans of them. <laughs> um, but for instance, like when the Jets had like a two-year run with their AFC Championship, like if it's not going to be the Giants, I'm fine. If it's the Jets, just not. Mm-hmm. I'd rather them than the Eagles or Cowboys. Um, and like I just feel that way about all local teams, especially now with New York Revival. I'd much rather it stay local than go anywhere else. <laughs> yes, we do much. it for the pod. It's good for I want to get that out there for the listen, listen, let, me, let me say this. I'm doing this for the let, pod let, here. My love for the Yankees is for the pod. <laughs> listen, and, and I'm rooting for the Mets, et cetera, for the pod. But you asking yes. me and vibes only, hey. Do I have hatred? There might. Listen, I'm a Knicks fan. Screw Brooklyn. <laughs> all right. And my freaking, my freaking glass half full there was at the bar and the Mets were winning. I couldn't even look at them the entire game. I had to we look had at the picture. Laughing. We talked no, screw in the, that. In the middle of the picture. <laughs> he was screaming in the middle of the picture because I was just like upset and disgruntled. No, this is not how it works. I hate the Jets too. But for New York Revival, I love all teams, New York. See, oh that's, see that's where I'm different. Like if a team is going to win or our fans are going to be happy i'd rather those fans be new york fans than like houston fans or whatever. Like, yeah, i'd absolutely. rather i'd rather bring it home i'd rather keep it here even if it's Say, not my so team. much I, of, of yeah. i feel like so much of our hatred for certain teams though comes from how the fa- the fans we associate with that team 100%. so the family members that and, i yeah. never there have been teams that i never had hatred before and then you'll come across one of their fans who gets in your face every single day at work or wherever it is and then all of a sudden when that they win change. you're picturing that guy being happy yep. and like, you're like <laughs> that's what yep. it was yep. I, saw, I never liked the Yankees yep. growing up I, all my friends were douchebags about it especially during the subway series like it's it was awesome. Very it's douchey hell, fan you know? base. Very douchey. Yeah. I never got that. I never understood that. Like, I, I'm not saying I never. I don't really. I don't really rib people. I'm a huge fan of my own team, and I can get riled up. But I try to be cordial. Like, I don't yes. play for the Yankees. Who, like, I don't. You know, what I'm saying I didn't put this team together. So, I've. Uh, I don't know. I've never really been one to just totally rip on someone until they rip on me first, and then all right. that's wrong. That is yeah. Same. Well, same, I, I, same, like to, I, same. I jokingly, I, I like to have fun talking shit you know like yes like, like just kind of like yes keep yes, it yes. light but like also you and i the other night exactly you continued to put forth a narrative that is false <laughs> that yankee <laughs> stadium does yankee <laughs> stadium is <laughs> judged that doesn't count because yankee stadium is a sandbox it's a little league park and then i showed you the the park factor statistic which shows that year after year the yankees Yankee Stadium is maybe like the seventh, eighth on average easiest park to hit home runs in. So it's on the easier side, but it's not anywhere near the very top. <laughs> Yet no one complains about other stadiums. But Yankee Stadium, it's like, oh, nothing counts there. You could sneeze and the ball goes out. So and, and we, yeah, I had to give it you and I. I, you shit. I had to give you shit. But I did see you know, I, I, I deal with Philly action. fans too. And they're a little fucking band box up there in Philly, you know, down there in Philly. By the way, that is like that is my agenda now because I do I, I do get very possessive of the Yankees. It's like my, I don't have any kids that I know about, and um, it it is they're like my uh, my my sports teams are like my my children, and I like I defend them like as if someone was attacking them. So I'm warning everybody who follows me already, or if you're going to start following me based on this awesome performance that the four of us are putting together, um, you're going to get super sick of me because. As the season's going on, as Judge's home run total goes higher and higher, Mm -hmm. and people are going to be more and more the haters, like it doesn't count, it's a small stadium, I am going to keep resending that (laughs) damn tweet about the park factors. I've been hitting up Michael Kay. I've been hitting up David Cohn. I'm like, leave my baby alone. (laughs) (laughs) What does he he end up with? He's he's on pace for uh, 67 home runs right now. I, I... I don't know. What what do you I'm what saying do you guys 64. Think? 64 is my number. You think That's so, huh? Yes. I, Pressure, I think all that stuff. 
he he seems like he's so like aloof about that kind of stuff that that's that's something that's not going to get to him you know and i could be we should put our we should put our wagers right yes do this right now noted everybody's going to put a little number on it everybody get a number on it we're going to we're going to record this and have put it down maybe we'll, we'll talk about uh what what the payout is afterwards but Let's all put a number on it. Come we on. all have to put, put in the number. We all have yes. to pay the number he came up with in dollars Ooh. to the winner. What does he have? Done. 43. <laughs> what? Uh, put in $43. Is that where he is right now? Yes. Yes. No, he's, no, he's... no. We don't all have to. Wait, I don't get what you're saying, Hef. I thought you said you have to You have to put in the amount of money that you're guessing. No, of course not. Then I'd be like one. <laughs> however, however many he ends up hitting is what everybody pays the person who was closest. Oh, they sp- – Yes, okay. to the final – right, the winner. Right. Okay. Holy All right, I got 64. Eli, what you got? He's got 43 – 40 what? I he's mean, on, he's, he's got 43, I think. I haven't been watching the game right now. Nothing uh, tonight. On the podcast. But I think he's on pace for 67. Wow. I say, I say he yeah. hits a magical 61. I think you can say a magical other a magical other number in the sixties, but let's keep it clean. <laughs> 60, mm-hmm. 60, <laughs> you think you go sixty one and just turn the whole debate into a whole other level oh of a match? <laughs> that would just be so fitting, wouldn't it? Uh, I'll say sixty three, man. Sixty three. Sixty three. Okay. Sixty three. Yes, sixty three. Sixty one. Sixty three and sixty four. What you got? Well, he's. I think he said it. No, I didn't. No, Sarge said it. He said, it. <laughs> um, we decide. I love it. Now, what is it like? What if, what if I say 65 and it's 66? Do I win or it's, it's, not? It's, it's prices, right? Rules. Uh, like, uh, it, I think it's what closest, closest without, without going, going over. over? Right. 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 So you get a, you basically get anything right. above me. <laughs> I'm going to open up the psychology here for a second that we can, yeah, let, let's get better with it. Here's yeah. the psychology. I am always a person who likes to temper my expectations. Because I hate the feeling of getting really excited about something and having it not happen. Like last time when I thought Eli was going to be on. And (laughs) so I automatically start thinking of like ways where it's not going to happen. And that's where my mind goes. But no. So I'm just going to be Yankee fan, obnoxious. And I'm going to say. Let's go. Full in. I'll I'll go 65. I'll go 65. Okay. Okay. Just to take okay. the high, I'll take six. You know, it's a cheap win. It's a cheap win. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it though. I'll... <laughs> I really want to change. I really want to change the sixty-two. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> get, get, so, so you get that number. Let's do spot on. And if nobody gets it, if he goes, Wait, would that give us the full gambit? Sixty-one. Yeah, 62, sixty-one 63, through 64. sixty-four. Yeah, and there is right. no prices then... right crap. Give me six. Yeah, right, right. Give me and then if, if he goes over, then we all just have we go out and have drinks on our own, you know. And then have a little bit of fun. How about we have a little bit of fun before we change to uh Giants? Yeah, let's go. Let's go, I mean, I'm insulted that you didn't think this was fun so far. Again, well, baseball with baseball. Let's have some fun now. Jeff hasn't laughed at me since I said he looked like a questionable karate instructor (laughs) Um, he's been quiet he's been quiet it shook him it shook him deep down i keep i keep thinking of napoleon dynamite and that dude in the uh, american flag pants yes Yes. love you hefe love you buddy i will i do want to correct my statement last time i said former funny man will presti and clearly he's a future funny man because he's still working on his craft and i think he will be funny i think he will be funny um who are your names eli and spiro if you want to check yes, the uh the twitter chat i sent the quick hitters if you guys want to alternate but i'll kick it off okay no so do you think do you think unfortunately i, I you know uh, you know technical you guys all over the place well real quick this isn't even i just thought of it because you're talking about how the, your sports teams are your children so which sports team is your favorite child mm. yeah mm. that's that's a tough one um Football is my favorite sport, but I can I've thought about this before. I cannot decide between um the Yankees and the Giants. Okay. And the Rangers have really 
been a good kid lately. Stock is on yeah. the, <laughs> the Knicks. Yeah, I'm not even sure that the, 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 the Knicks look a lot like the mailman. I don't know. The redheaded stepchild. <laughs> you know. But uh so yeah, Yankees, Giants. Giants because it's football, but Yankees, I've said this before again, not to make everyone else throw up. When you're a Yankee fan, there's so much history, there's so much lineage. It's just like it's almost like a religion. It's just a kind of different feel. So it's that's a, it's a tie between those two. All right, fair. Okay, that's this fair. next question I I actually asked Clem from Barstool too, and I feel like it's a really important question to get to know somebody. So I'll ask you as well. Would you rather date a figure skater or a volleyball player? Hmm. Um, I can hear my dad saying volleyball player for the height for your sons. <laughs> <laughs> I I'll say this. I would probably be more attracted to the figure skater. Okay. So uh just my general, I think, yeah, I don't want to get into right. logistics. Quick follow-up, quick follow-up question. <laughs> and what if they were female? I you know, I was gonna I was gonna say, are we talking women here? Ooh, and then yeah, I said, oh wait, what's the date? It's 2022. No, nope, 10 years past that date. Can't do that one. Can't make that joke anymore. By the way, I'm staying on this pod all night because the Yankees are just hitting home runs right now. Okay, Rizzo nice. and Donaldson and all this stuff. I can't so. get off soon enough because the Mets are stuck sucking again. So <laughs> see you guys later. Wait, hold Sorry. up. Is the ground pitching right now? He was, and he did great. And then the bullpen came. The bullpen that we didn't add pieces to that that bullpen, yeah, ruined the game for him. Yeah, yeah. So, um, that's yeah, so it's all over because tonight it didn't work. Just relax. Okay. It's gonna be just okay. Hey, listen. So okay, I'm getting it off my chest now. You know what's funny? Happy later. You know what's funny, Spiro? I was gonna go relax. It's fine. You'll you'll lose in the in the NLCS. Aww. And then I said to myself, wait a minute. This isn't just like a conversation. This is filmed. And that'll come back to bite me. So I'm not going to say can't wait. It's, it's all on record, baby. Yep. No, nah, we well, hey, also have it for audio, too. So we have it on audio <laughs> and on video. <laughs> all yes. over the place. He can just text you that audio clip whenever he I feels like it. I can't, Spotify, I, thank you. I can't say the sentence, the Mets could win the World because it just it's like it's like Mufasa from Lion King. But it could have a they've got they've got a they've got a shot. That a few we got Uncle Stevie now, baby. We got way. Uncle Stevie, and uh, we're here to stay, hopefully. It's, but it, uh, it looks pretty promising for them right now. Hefe, I know I'm ruining the format of quick hits. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 One yeah. word answer. Get back on track here. I got one for you. Okay. All right. So, listen. Well, you seem like a pretty well-rounded guy, but oh, there's got to be something in that closet of yours that you're not good at. What is the thing that you are just not good at, and you're like, you know what? I'm not even going to try this anymore because – this ain't me. This ain't me. What's that one thing? It will press you. He, he is. He is struggling to find something. I know. He's like. I don't know. <laughs> He's like. Oh, this could take a while. Wow. I would say uh, apparently, apparently humility, because I can't think of anything. <laughs> um, no, I like bite my. I like bite my nails. I stay up too late. I never want to go to bed. I stay up too <sighs> late. That's not. That's not what you we're looking for. What is something you have tried? That, that you were I, not yes. good at. Like, are you bad at are you bad at golf? Are you can you, are you never gonna play golf again? Are you... I'll tell you a good golf story. Yeah, I'm I I don't necessarily have a temperament for golf. I was always mm. like a helmet sport guy. I wanted to hit people and things. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was right. lacrosse, it was football. Um, sometimes I'd wear a, a helmet playing uh ping pong just in class. But, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I'm like, where's he going with this? Because I know he's not serious. <laughs> there, yeah, I couldn't think of anything good. So. Um, no, but funny story about golf. This is kind of shows that I'm okay. I was golfing with some friends and I was, I get really, really that first tee off. I get all nervous. I get yes, all the too many moving parts. There's too many moving parts. My hands, my this, that. So they're all waiting for me to go. I'm teeing off first and I swing and completely, this is college. I completely missed the ball. <laughs> completely missed the ball. Practice swing. Guys, girls watching me as this happens. A group of kids happened to be going by and they yelled out like, you suck, right? Now, it was almost simultaneous. I know 
that it had nothing to do with me missing the ball. But everybody there was like, oh, they got you. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, they got me so bad. Oh, man, they screwed me. And everyone was like having this huge laugh. It was definitely the kids. It had not, It was a split second later, but it was imperceptible <laughs> to them. So I was like saved. God gave me a second chance. Next, The next ball that I hit, that when I got, finally hit it again, was the best golf shot I've ever hit. In Piped it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Let's those go. crazy kids. It yeah, saved it's, me. It saved me. I love the, the the talking in the backswing, and I only it only bothers me when I hit a bad shot. Only bothers me when I hit a bad shot. <laughs> <laughs> what? Guys, come on! I need silence for here. like mediocre Otherwise, golfers. It's a great yeah. excuse to get another shot. Yeah. Like, Otherwise, like, I, I'm blaring music the whole time. Yeah. You know, I've been right. golfing with. I went golfing with a buddy of mine from college who actually like golfed, and halfway through, he was kind of like like when I threw my club for the fourth time, he was like, "This this might not be. I I don't want to golf with Will again." So this may, this may not be your game. Um, I've seen this question asked. I'm actually curious if the guys have answers to this too, but what actor do you think would play you in a movie? Um, I'll just go with lookalikes that I've gotten, I guess would make sense. Uh, people that say like, I've, I look like I've heard um, like, well, a couple of guys that have played Superman. I'm not saying I'm Superman, but I've gotten a couple of people, Ooh. whether it's a, there's uh, a humility. But no, Josh <laughs> Hartnett, I've heard people say I look like. And when the Twilight movies were out, everybody was telling all these middle-aged women were coming up to me telling me I look like Taylor Lautner. Oh, you must have been raking it in at that point, man. Business <laughs> 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 yeah. was good. Business was, was good. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So the, I don't know who would play me uh, in a movie. some good names right there. You know what? Yeah, are, nobody are, ever says somebody that was like a lackluster, you know, right. a lackluster actor. It's always or like, someone like yeah, much fatter Leo, than them. Like nobody ever or, says that. I mean, maybe Meryl Streep. She can do it all. Yeah, she could. She if could, anyone could pull it off. I actually heard. I actually heard Meryl Streep uh, curse, drop an f bomb once in person, which was interesting. Um, I had written, I had written some comedy for uh, the the Christopher and Dana Reeve Foundation uh, was having like their annual gala, and they had all these celebrity presenters that wanted me to write their their speeches, like to make them kind of funny, almost like an Oscars kind of presentation. So the hosts were uh, Meryl Streep and Alec Baldwin, and I wrote like a bit for them, and I was backstage with them, and then I heard, um, I'll call her Meryl. Uh, <laughs> I heard uh, Mare, I call Mare. it, I call it Mare, Mare. Um, Mare Mare the Care Bear. We have like a lot of like pet names. Um, so Sesame Street, a couple things. So I heard her say to, uh, by the way, you went to Sesame Town or whatever, and then you're going to the Giants camp tomorrow. It'll be the first time in many years, hopefully, that you can distinguish between the two places. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the Giants camp has been like freaking Sesame Street, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, Meryl Streep was like, uh, Will's on fire right now. Baldwin yeah, was okay. like, Alec Baldwin was like, you know, why don't you call me anymore? <laughs> why don't we get together? And then Meryl Streep was like, well, pick up your effing phone once in a while. And I was like, oh, oh my God, Meryl Streep. Kurt, but I wish I had that on record. She's pretty bald. Know. Is body a word? I think she's pretty. Bo- body is another one of those old timey words, you know. Sounds yes, a nineteen thirties. Uh, yes, here, here. it was last yeah. heard in nineteen thirties. So, uh, so right. well, let me let me ask you this, Will, for the people that don't know what you do, what do you do? <laughs> all right, what what what's some of the things? I see you write some comedy for shows, etc. But for Correct. all the people, man, let's give them a little synopsis of what you do. So I have done a lot of different things. It's kind of hard to say. In gen- right now, I work for a company. He's a I, what'd you say? He's a Renaissance man. He just, I think he said he's a Red Sox man. I was about to be <laughs> out of here. <laughs> what did you just say? I'm done. Say that one more time. Um, <laughs> red shirt. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Now, this is actually, I got this shirt. It's a old, it's an old timey late nice. night Jimmy Fallon shirt. I got this when I was, I got accepted to this thing called the NBC Late Night Writers Workshop where they had like, there we go. This is getting uh, right into it. Yeah. Right. Had, so like, we'll get right of, into it, guys. Let's go. NBC had this thing. You got to, I think, I don't want to sit here and talk about myself. It's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> but yes, it, it's a thing called the Late Night Writers Workshop. It's It's got a decent amount of prestige in it. And so I, I was selected to that back in the day. Um, so I've done a lot. Of, I've done stand-up comedy. I've done. I've written comedy. I've written, contributed to some shows. I contributed to Late Night with our uh, Late Show with David Letterman and another uh, Late Night show that I'm not really supposed to talk about. Um, 
because yeah. yeah, it's just kind of like yeah. that yeah. ghostwriter yeah. credit. That ghostwriter yeah. credit. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, yeah. And I've written like comedy and Matt, like like the what guys are thinking section in like Cosmo and like In Touch Weekly and stuff like that. Um, I've worked for sports memorabilia companies. Uh, I worked for Steiner Sports. I worked for some of those kinds of things. Right now, I'm actually a creative, like on the marketing team, writing uh, different kinds of copy and different kind of marketings for uh, a company called Roosevelt's. I don't know if you're familiar with Roosevelt's, R-S-V-L-T-S. They do like a bunch of kind of fun clothing and stuff. Actually, they kind of blew up a few years ago because Aaron Judge wore uh, a Sandlot shirt from Roosevelt's. Um, ah, and and yeah, so yeah. that kind of got a lot of recognition. So yeah, it's been a lot of different hosting, writing, usually comedy driven. And, um, but the number one thing in my resume is obviously being on this podcast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it goes yes. right to the top right there. Right to the top. Yes. I love it, baby. Well, oh, one, I do last have question. one more I last do question. Have to, also, I have to put one pothead, which is yeah, the yeah. part that I do from time to time, which is the, uh, yes, the blue pod, uh, podcast. We're, we're gearing up for, for the next season of Giants, but there you go. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go round of applause. Round of applause. <laughs> well, just, but you I, know, what's the, the worst? What's the worst heckler you had to deal with when you're doing a stand-up show? Like, what's someone that's like, man, he's just getting, he's getting to me. You know, if you had to. Funnily had enough, the, the worst was someone that I have found, and I haven't done like tons of like a professional stand-up would probably be like this guy, but like I've done it enough where I've gotten to know what that's like, like a little bit, but it really hasn't been a problem. But the, that sounded like I get heckled. I've only I've never really been heckled. I've never been heckled. But what I'm trying to get at is the worst of the people that just talk loud while you're doing a set. And so I had this like this one woman who was trying to like help me out, even though I was doing fine. She was in the front row. She was wasted. And that's always what it is. They're wasted. Always, she like thinks wasted. she's part of the act. And so she's going like, yes, that is so true. Yes, absolutely. And she's like trying to finish my jokes for me. And at some point I was just like, okay, I said, ma'am, settle down. And that got like a huge round of applause. I knew she'd been doing it all, I knew she'd been doing it all night because me yeah. just telling her to calm down was like enough to make everybody erupt. Um, but yeah, so I find that that was heckler. really There's the worst. It's heckler. just people talking loud and drunk and, and, and that's really the worst thing. Because what do you say to that? If someone says something to you, you can give them like some – you can give it to him back, but if someone's just like loud, eh, you know. Yeah, right. absolutely. One so time listen, I was uh, I was hosting okay. the Oscars and I got slapped by Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. How's your face, man? Is it all right? You know, it's okay. That's why I had to grow this little patchy thing out. Yeah, right. Cover I see. I see. Maybe, Who maybe, slaps you know, somebody, it's, by the way? That's something I don't get. There's been a lot of it's slapping. It's gangster slap. It's There's really been a lot it's, of slapping going on. Slap when I was growing up, if you had a problem with someone, it's it's a clo I never would think to open my hand. I don't know. It's weird. Well, no. I, I was about to give you a story. We are really disrespectful. I'll tell you off the air. But <laughs> the slap is very disrespectful. Yes. So sometimes when someone's getting on your nerves, you got to give a little smack. You know? Okay. It's kind of disrespectful. Yeah, yeah that's right. just what it is. You got to give a little slap. You know, I got you. That's what it is. The last time I was slapped in the face is when Eli bailed on me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <when> we <weren't, laughs> well, I'm here today. Thank God. Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. I thank love you. you, Eli. As much but, as I no, give it to you, that just means I love you more. I just love you. Oh, right. Thank you, man. Thank you got you. another quick hit for me that I can tell so, a three hour long story super quick, on? Super <laughs> quick. Hit. This is, uh, yeah, we are just about at 90 minutes now. Um, I feel like this one's kind of relevant because we just heard, I mean, I just learned half the shit that you do. And I think I kind of want to like have your resume rather than mine, but, um, <laughs> have you had your, I've made it moment yet? Um, that's a good question. I would say I am still, this is going to get a little deep, but I'm still trying to, I don't think I've, I've, um, figured out exactly what the life goal is. I'm still navigating. So to sit there and say that was the moment, you know, I've had a couple of moments in sports, you know, growing up high school, college, or like when you first get a recruiting, like, you know, playing football across and you get your first recruiting letter to your house. And it's from a college you maybe dreamt about going to. That's like for sports, that's that kind of moment or graduating or something, or, you know, finishing a senior thesis. Like that's the kind of moment or uh, having a great set. It's like, okay, for comedy, that is that moment. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't say that uh, I think I'll have that maybe more when I'm like, yes, this is who I am. This is what I'm meant to do. And that was right. the 
where I've made it. So if that makes any sense. It does. Keep no, spinning absolutely. those different plates and, and keep doing all the things you're good at and wait till one of them hits or you realize it along the way, but just keep going. Yeah. It's a big facts, man. So well, before listen, we he, wrap up with Will yeah, here, he, uh, let's get let's get some Giants talk here, man. Giants training yes. camp. He just wiped his. Uh, that's funny as hell. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to go, Oprah. Have you reached your? Have you reached your? He just wiped. Hilarious. What? Let's let's get to some Giants news. Giants are back. Training camps going full swing, and uh, there's been some reports there about Daniel Jones where he's having a bad camp, but then there's some that said he has some good days as well. So. Uh, just give me your thoughts. What's your expectation of the Giants season with the whole new coaching staff and the new GM? Cautious optimism. Um, excited to see it. <laughs> that's the phrase. That's the phrase we hate. Yeah, is that why you can't use that no more? Can't use that no more. Uh, shout out because, to LPG. <laughs> yeah, it started with LPG. But like we felt this way before that, but he basically says like cautiously optimistic is like you're protecting yourself against anything great happening. And you're kind of half expecting shitty things to happen at the same time. Yeah. So like okay. you're protecting yourself, but that's the opposite of being a fanatic. You want I, to be, well, right. you know, Hefe, you and I would never be friends in the wild because <laughs> you you brag about how you're overly always like this is it we're doing it and i'm always like making sure to keep myself in check yes. so i don't know or maybe it's maybe we'd make a great sitcom couple i don't know maybe, <laughs> maybe. for me hey. I, we'll talk we'll talk. i look at the giants and uh the reality is i see about seven wins there's things i'm excited about mm. i'm more excited to have Thomas and Neil than I've yeah, been yeah, in yeah. a while. I'm more yeah, excited yeah. for the potential of Thibodeau than I've been in a while for things. I am, uh, it's make or break for Jones. There will probably be no more wishy-washy after this year, which could, might be sound like a loserish thing to say. It could be a good thing to look forward to that we at least mm -hmm. know or know what the future looks like there. Uh, Tony, Kenny, if he stays healthy, I'm very excited. Wondell Robinson, what could he potentially do? So, but I think that there's enough ups and downs and learning curves. You know how I feel about Daniel Jones. I've said it a million times. Like I was thinking about it today. I think there are like, this is rough numbers. At any given time, there's probably five quarterbacks in the NFL that because of that quarterback, the team will have a shot to win the Super Bowl every year. And there's probably five teams or so that because of their quarterback, they have no shot to ever win a Super Bowl. And then you've got <laughs> 20 teams what? and you got 20 teams where the quarterback, you know, you could pull a Flacco. You could pull a, a, a yeah. you know, a Garoppolo got to the Super Bowl. Like you could, you could, you have it mm -hmm. depending on the team around you, mm -hmm. you know, you could potentially make a run um, like Eli, but he had that magic factor we've talked about. Right. Nice. I think Jones falls into that category. You know, I've said it a million times. You can win games with him. I'm not sure he's going to win you games. I do think for lack of a more sophisticated term, and, and this is going to sound more negative than I mean it to be, but it just, sometimes I think there's like these, ah, it's going to sound bad. Bring it. Say it. Yeah, bring it. It's not that bring you're going to be underwhelmed by how we're not. We're not live. We're not live. You're, you're going to be underwhelmed. <laughs> this how, is you're going to be so underwhelmed at how like non-offensive this word is. Uh, but like just like bonehead things that he does like throughout. Oh the yeah, game, yeah. I feel That's like for oh, we've said much worse. But it's funny. My mom after I, my mom watched watches these and uh, she goes, uh, you know, I'm really proud of you. She's like, you never curse. Keep it clean. You know, it's like funny. It. Real quick side note: I send my mom the videos that I make, no matter what filthy joke is in there, or how I curse. I send it to her every time, and she was like, "Can you not curse in the next one?" <laughs> I I send it to my friend. I was actually going to mention that because Hefe also. I know. He sends them to my mom too, which I find inappropriate. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I find it highly inappropriate. Club. He hates when I watch the video. Highly inappropriate. I have She's to. like, I gotta go. It's Hefe. He's got a new video. I'm like, what's happening right now? Why are you putting um, your headphones? What's in? happening? What is so this? So anyway, when, when it comes to the Giants, uh, there are things this year, specific players and building blocks that I am more excited about than I have been probably since like Saquon's rookie year. We wanted to see what he could do. You know what I mean? Um, but overall, I'm not hundred percent sure that the outcome is going to be, uh, you know, a glorious one by the end of the year, but I think we're kind of all, aren't we all in the seven? Dude, everything range? you said is exactly mm -hmm. spot on. Like we've yeah, said absolutely. time, yeah. time and again, like seven wins is the most realistic scenario. I think anything less than that, I think is a complete failure based on the upgrading of the O-line, the modern offense. You have a quarterback a in his QB. fourth, 
a fourth year, like a fourth year quarterback. You were so far from being a rookie. I know you had a shit track record and like everything against you basically, but you did have three full years of experience at this point. So like at this point you should be figuring out the league and how to play or you're not, and you're not the guy, but um, I'm with you. I pretty much agreed with everything that you said. And one guy you touched on real quick and I'm jumping back on. I am so excited for this guy this year. And I'm, I know Saquon Barkley is a sensitive topic for a lot of fans. You can Mm. debate all night if it was a horrible draft pick and maybe it was, but the giants could still be good. Even if they picked Saquon Barkley. I say that time and time again. A thousand decisions were made that went into the Giants being the worst team in the NFL along with the Jets over the last several years. And it wasn't Saquon Bar. It wasn't drafting a great football player earlier than you should have. Um, But I am excited. And I think it does have a 10 win potential because the schedule is soft. I don't, I don't Mm -hmm. care if people say you can't look at the schedule. I think the second half of the season, once they really start getting comfortable, I see it being a rough start, to be honest with you. Like, Definitely, I don't want to say definitely. It, it's just reeks of a one and two start at best. Mm. Like, when was the last time we didn't have that? Exactly, just, and I just think I think everybody will sign up for that. Honestly. I think they might be like at a three and six point, and then actually start to piece wins together and creep back to five hundred, and actually like probably like go five hundred from there on. Like, I could see them getting like to ten wins if if a couple of those games every year. There's a like a handful of games that are decided by one or two big plays. So if they're on the right side of those, like we were in 2016, when we went 11 and five, we were on the right side of all of those coin flips. Yes. And that's the difference between making the playoffs and not a lot of times. And that's where I felt um, this, because I, overall, I have been more positive. I would say uh, slightly more positive on Jones than negative since he's come into the league. I did not like the pick and I've soured on him lately. I was higher on him in the first two years, really pushed for him. Tried to look at advanced stats that showed that he right. was you know, had potential. But the thing that started really worrying me last year, there were four or five games where the Giants were in the game, and in a crucial moment, at a crucial time in the game, he made a mistake, fumbling yeah. a snap, yeah. throw, yeah. throwing a terrible pick, something where he was integral in them losing. It wasn't like the Giants lost yeah. him. It was like he, yeah. in those moments where the quarterback has it or doesn't have it, I thought it started to show trend last year to show that he might struggle in those spots, which I think is the biggest. It's got the physical talent, but I just wonder about those types of plays. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see what happens. Well, listen, yeah. Daniel Jones has to be that quarterback that helped the team and not hurt it. It's just can he overcomes those hurdles this season? And I think if you give me his rookie numbers, I think we'll sign up for that. You know what I mean? I think – That'll be a damn good reason to, to kind of – and I hate to say it this way because I know we're going to get hell for it, but they'll sign him for that. They'll sign him to like a three-year deal and figure it out from there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, again, a four-year quarterback, now you got to go backwards into a rookie, into a draft. Because <laughs> if we expect them to win, win 10 games, they're out of the quarterback hunt for that next draft, sure. right? Let's be honest. Yes. And plus, there's yeah. really no quarterbacks yeah. coming out this year or next year anyway. It's really not really on, on paper until the next following, probably. So let's be honest. So I think they'll sign up for that, knowing what they have in Daniel Jones and knowing that they can win games. Hey, let's do a three-year deal where we can get out of it by year two, and we'll figure it out. But if you give me Daniel Jones' rookie numbers, I'm taking that to the bank. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's sign them. Let's figure it out. And let's see if we can put more, more seasons together where we're winning football, you know, right. football games. So, you know, sign me up, man. I don't know. I think Daniel Jones is going to put it together. Um, I'm not particularly a fan of Daniel Jones. Uh, but I think he puts it together this season, and we'll have to figure it out. I say ten wins, man. Ten nine wins. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Daniel Jones. Exactly. He's going to give you enough to like want to <laughs> believe in him, and then enough that drives you effing crazy. And they oh, missed like the last two games, and you're just like, wait, just. If he could have just shown me one more, one or two more games, I'd have been more confident. Right. And he just he just leaves you wanting more all that all the time. Do you guys feel like we're going to be sitting here ten years from now? <laughs> all gray i'm being like i don't know man i think he's shown us just it enough feels- it's year it's year it's year uh 14 with him. <laughs> everyone knows after this, year, after this year i think we're really gonna know right you know, now that he's really 35 well, if, i think if it's, he puts if, it all together saquon's got like a big year coming year. up <laughs> yeah, right? if, if it's like that i think this year where we still don't know enough and he's still doing the same things then right. you got to go, all right, he's not the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if he gives you those numbers in his rookie season, because after his rookie season, we'd be like, oh, we got our quarterback. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I think if he puts it together then, 
I think we can say, okay, let's try another year. I think we can extend them for at least a year franchise, whatever you want to do. There's so many options what we can do for Daniel yeah. Jones. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I say we try that again. But if he stinks it up like the last three years or whatever it was, we're going to be like, nah, we're done figuring this out. We're not going to say, well, what if the next year, the next year? No, let's get a new guy in hand. Let's figure this out and go for Worst case scenario, just two quick points. Worst case scenario is that purgatory where we still kind of don't know. You'd right. rather it's right. like, okay, yes. he came out, he had some tackles, he had some talent, people stayed healthy, and boom, there's a 10-win season. He threw for, you know, 4,000, whatever it is. Uh, or he's terrible. He's awful. There's a good quarterback class probably coming up. We've got new coaches, new GM. They're going to want to get their own guy. You get a nice quarterback. You start from there. We still have enough young talent where you can build, you know, a lot of our foundation is still young mm-hmm. to build around a young quarterback. So that purgatory that we're talking about, that seven ish wins might be kind of worst case scenario, even though it might be the most likely scenario, but have to yeah. kind of defend you a little bit. Cause I say the same thing. I always bring up the schedule and I know something me and my, you know, me and my dad are huge fans. We, we've been talking sport. Like that's where my, my sports love, a lot of it comes from. And he hates when I bring up the schedule. He <laughs> hates it. He thinks it's like for losers, just play your game. And I'm always like, but it matters. Your team is only 50% of the equation. <laughs> you, your team is only 50% of the equation. Yes. If, if you do everything right, every single thing you do only is only, only accounts for half of the outcome of the game. So the team you play absolutely does matter. As a matter of fact, uh, Spiro, when the Mets were really hot, I looked ahead. I was getting a little nervous. And they had a 13-game stretch against some really tough opponents. And I said, I bet they go about 500 through this stretch. And they did go about 500 through that stretch. And I was kind of like – I was like – it matters. Dad, you see, I'm like, do you, yes. do you, are you proud of me now, Dad? I told you. <laughs> <laughs> now you love me. <laughs> you never came to my games. No. <laughs> it's true. Uh, no, not listen. like that. Quite the opposite. My parents were like those gung ho sports parents. But anyway, it's yeah, true. it's awesome. It is true. It is true. Yeah, I mean, listen, and that's why. Listen, uh, it, it's, it's, it's. Uh, everybody like hates predictions and all these, but it gets you. That's probably being a fan, man. Like you look ahead, you want a, you want to know, hey, what games can I get to? What games gonna, you know? And then b, um, you know, just ballpark it. Like, hey, I know we're a bad team, but hey, the Detroit Lions are also bad. The Houston Texans are also bad. You know, like and whoever else. Like we got some 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 teams that are worse off than us, or just the same. And it, it just gives you a little bit of hope that we they they can put something together here and. Well, you know, well, maybe listen, it was an exciting season to watch, you know? We got everything we wanted, right? So now it's just kind of sit back and relax. We got a new coach. We got a new GM outside the organization that's not familiar with how the Giants' way goes and John Mara. We got everything we want. Now it's literally just waiting until they put it together. This is a project. Even if we get seven wins, six wins, even if we go 0-17, we got to just sit here and kind of watch it. We got to sit here yeah. and go, well, hey, we got we to gotta trust the process. We got to rebuild. We got what we wanted. We got to take it year by year at this point. I, that's my opinion. I don't know. Do you get to any games there, Will? Do you get to any games during the season? You know, season I, don't go, yeah, I, I don't go to as many sports. I, I don't go to many sports games. You're not a big really, live guy. I, you know, it's funny. I think we've just become I, – I would – I don't know what it is. I don't know. I just don't. Like, I'm, kicking, <laughs> I, I'm not – I'm not allowed it's in the stadiums. Day. I got kicked out. No, I think um, – are you in New York, Will? Or yeah, I live in. I'm in Bayside now. I've lived in Long Island. I lived. I've lived in oh. Manhattan. So the garden's no problem. But you know yeah, what it's right. like driving or Checking going out to the Bronx sucks, and all that stuff. And then I don't know. You, it's clearer watching it on an HD TV than it is watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel <laughs> you. Way you less lines for the bathroom. You know, the food doesn't cost as much. Cheaper yeah. beers. You know, yeah. we, can, we can walk around naked. It can't do that at the stadiums anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. Not at the stadiums, which I don't know what that's about. Okay, ever since we moved out of Giant Stadium, man. Um, <laughs> the only place I was never naked at was the uh, Ranger game because the cold. It wasn't a good look. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, gets it all. I, I got to say this, though. I think as a Giants fan, and I think you'll know what I mean when I say this. I never want to be excited about the draft again. I, I never want to care. I never I cared. I, the fact the fact that I care this much about the draft bad, bad means bad. we're that bad all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't think I the Patriots though. and the, the, the these other teams that are up there. I, I think they'll. Oh, who would we get? What position? Oh, okay, cool. Like right. because they're yeah. good already. They're yeah. just plugging pieces in. Um, my favorite thing of the night so far, by the way, uh, uh, Spiro, was the way you pronounce Detroit. You don't hear enough of that these days. I <laughs> love the hard D. D. <laughs> the hard D. The hard D. Detroit. Oh, God. 
You got it. You always got it. False. False. <laughs> False. <laughs> you just caught yourself. <laughs> and on that note, that guys. That is going right? to be the best then... drop ever. <laughs> and on that you know note. What? <laughs> Did you see Let's the comment at a party? I love a I love a hard D. Yeah, love a hard D. It's it's just always it's, it's just solid. No, it was, you know so, it, was going, it was going so good, fellas. It was so good. Oh, it, it was really going was. so good, and I I had to t- you know what? There it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just always on top. So guys, you got anything else to We're both R rated. Mine was at least. Yes, a- I know. Yeah. I know. It's just oh, yeah. You guys uh, have anything else for real before we wrap it up? Listen, I mean, I, I what else could I Will, say? Plug, plug your podcast one more time. Tell us where yes, to please. find it. You know, like, let's go. So, get, get it out there. The podcast is uh, Bleed Big Blue. That's me and Marco and uh, sometimes my friend Jack. Uh, I'm just, you know, on Twitter, it's at Will Presti. And uh, yeah, most of my takes is funny. I used to do like explicitly comedy. And then I just started getting so into fandom, like online, that I was just like, so many my tweets are all like New York sports based now, and I think I've just lost my whole. I've like alienated all the people who came to me for comedy to begin with. You know what I mean? So uh, I'll throw you a still, joke in once in a while. You but, do. Um, you do. You still pepper in the humor. I like it. It's I pepper it. It's, it's awesome. a decent mix because you know what? It's not just sports. It's entertainment. It's entertainment. Look at this guy. I'm just trying to suck up to you guys so that you, you <laughs> edit out the edit out the hard deep. <laughs> <laughs> How and about on this? that note? Okay, if, Judge, if Judge hits 62 home runs, I don't want the money from you. I don't want the 180 whatever dollars. I want you just to cut the hard D comment out. <laughs> okay. of it. Oh, yes. Done. 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 My Done. mom's gonna be so disappointed in me. <laughs> <laughs> and so is my dad, but that's another oh, topic. Right. You've, story. you've managed to disappoint them both with one one comment. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Not that there's anything wrong with no, it. No, definitely not. So <laughs> God, let, 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 before we leave, um everyone's gonna be at Fan Fest. I hope Will that, that yes. you're there you're gonna be at Fan Fest this Friday. Uh, we'd love to see you there if you got some time, brother. Probably not. We'll he see, hates the stadium. We'll yes, see what happens. Anyway. We'll see. I don't know I mean, if after, after the hard D drop, I'll be able to. Sh- I'll be able to. Show <laughs> you my can't show your face. You gotta go and hide it for a little but, bit. Uh, we'll guess. talk. We'll see what happens. But I'd love to. I guess a good goal would be to get to a game. Uh, a game this year. So so we'll see what happens. I haven't been to a game in, in a couple. So yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be awesome. awesome, man. And listen, on behalf of our special guest, Will Presti, and of course on behalf of my guy Al Hefe. And Mr. Glass Half Full, speed if you nasty now. <laughs> Your boy, Eli Rex, a.k.a. Vibe. This is New York Revival. We're not the sports, it's entertainment. Thank you for spending your Tuesday night with us. We'll see you guys next week. Be well. Bless Thank you guys you. for having me, by the way. Thank you very much for having me. Love you, Will. Thanks, Thanks Thank you, Will. Love you, brother. <laughs>